Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Yeah. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, your host. We are live from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. Got my co-host, Paulette Stout, in the studio with me. And also uh, a new star to the show, who will be regularly co-hosting with us to talk about horses' feet. The old expression, uh, no feet, no horse. I've been hearing that for my entire life. Uh, it's actually a very famous expression in England and uh, I think it's used here quite a lot too and it's very very important uh, as we as horse owners and horse lovers know that our horses feet are well taken care of. So we're going to have a regular bi-weekly, uh, bi-monthly sorry, segment and we're going to have uh, Matt Gage. I said that right, right yes. Matt? Yes, Good. I didn't mess that up. It, it's actually not spelt uh, the way it's said so uh, I'm glad I didn't butcher that one. Um, we're going to have him joining us uh, every couple of weeks, either in a pre-recorded segment or perhaps even live um, from a farm where we can um, bring you information on the basics and uh, also teach you some things about a horse's feet angles and shoeing and, uh, and he makes his own shoes, which is pretty cool. Uh, so uh, we're going we're gonna to get a couple of pre-recorded segments with him later on this evening and then we'll be able to bring those to you starting next week. And you'll be able to tune in regularly and if you want, you can even message us with questions for him. I'm going to start off with some news. We've got a great lineup for you. We're going to have Dr. Kayot joining us in the next segment. And uh, then after that, we're going to have Tails from the Stagecoach uh, with David Helmuth. He has uh, been driving a Stagecoach for 20 plus, maybe 30 plus years. David, I don't know. How old are you? Hurry up and get here. A long time anyway. And, uh, and he is, uh, he's, he's got a historic 1800s Stagecoach. Like it's pretty, yeah. He's, he's your age-ish, I think. <laughs> I can't remember how old not people are. I, no, I'm not very I'm old older. I'm the 20s. oldest one here, so anyway. Um, so, uh, so we'll be talking to him. He's going to tell us some great stories about uh, traveling across the country with his stagecoach and all the adventures he's had, which have uh, been fascinating. He's had a very interesting life. And we'll see him too, March 7th, in the downtown uh, Horse Capital Parade, which will be really exciting. He's the opening act closing with the Budweiser Clydesdales. Uh, but let's just uh, whiz to some news first. Longines Breeders' Cup Classic runner-up McKinsey, who we've been following for a long time in the racing world, breeds seven furlongs in 125 and a fifth, uh, February 11th at Santa Anita Park, uh, as Hall of Fame trainer Bob Baffert is readying him uh, for the $20 million Saudi Cup, the inaugural Saudi Cup, uh, in Riyadh in February 29th. I wish I was going to be there for that one. But the top of my bucket list is still Ascot. So, and then possibly Dubai and then maybe the Saudi Cup, but not the first year. Uh, but that will be an interesting lineup. Um, Bob Baffert is actually shipping out on the 18th and um, Mucho Gusto will also uh, go along as well. And um, I think that they're, they're preparing for that and it should be a, uh, a pretty exciting race. We'll definitely be following that one as we get a little bit closer to it uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see how that race ends up. 
Uh, very um, pleased that Stormy Liberal has retired to Old Friends Farm in Kentucky. I love Old Friends. Have you been to Old Friends, Bullock? No. Oh, my gosh. We've got to go. I love it. Um, they, when will we go to that? We must go to that. There's we must a lot go of things we must in go our spare to. time. We haven't no. done it yet. I know we haven't, but I have been to Old Friends and I have to say it's a lovely place. Mm. All the horses are treated the same, whether they're superstars or unheard of. And they've over 100, I think over 130 or 40 I horses. I remember there. the interview with them. Yes. Really they're, interesting. They're lovely people. Amazing. Yeah. And they have the fabulous Florida bred there, um, Silver Charm, mm -hmm. and he gets mm -hmm. lots of carrots and he's living out. Wasn't outside. that the newest one that they brought in? No, no, they've got lots of newer yeah, ones. Yeah, but what, which was. Which Stormy is, Liberal's the one who, okay. just, who just retired to there. And, and you know, if they're geldings and they don't go on to the breeding shed, it's a great place for mm -hmm. them to go. Mm -hmm. And they have a wonderful life. They. Um, mm. Really a lot spoiled. of people go there, right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a real tourist spot. It's like $10 to go, and they take you around, and you get to go and visit all the horses and, and they meet tell them. you about the horses. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. And then they have a special mm -hmm. graveyard with stones mm -hmm. for the ones that have passed away, you know, that mm -hmm. are buried there. Mm -hmm. Really kind of cool. I'm, uh, I'm, it's neat that they did that. I know. I love it. Mm -hmm. I really do. We need that here. Yeah. We, we oh, have absolutely. retirement places here that horses, after they're done on the track, go. But they're not like open to the public know, and tourists. Somebody told me about a, a retirement place where they pay for the horse to live out its life. Totally. They pay it. But I've never um, found out where that was. I and think was there's quite a few, actually. I mean, I know Stronic has one. I know Niall Brennan Stables has one. I know the Demerics take a lot of their horses back or any that, you know, that need to come back. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of them that retire out the horses, but it's not, you know, really well publicized. But mm -hmm. I'd love it if we had one that here that was open to the public where you could actually go yeah, and that visit would be good. That would retired be good. champions. Mm -hmm. I think that would be mm -hmm. absolutely amazing. Um, there's some, some uh, legislation going on in California. Um, we've been kind of watching that as they introduced the state legislation February 11th backed by the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA, uh, and the social compassion in legislation that calls for equine welfare and medication reform and stiff penalties for trainers of fatally injured horses. We've kind of been watching that. And uh, if the state is to continue to sanction horse racing and its wagering as a legal sport, addressing fatalities to the greatest extent possible needs to take precedence. So they, um, they've been looking at the uh, Equine Welfare and Safety in Horse Racing Act, Act AB 2177. And it is a proposed equine legislation that California lawn lawmakers are considering. So um, we'll be following that. I hope they have true educators in that to be able to do I the do right too. thing. Because that's too. always a problem. I do too. It needs because if to you be... don't understand and you don't have a really good base about this sport, you wouldn't be able to no. um, you know, make the changes that are necessary. I agree. And I think um, uh, Aidan Butler, who I actually met at the Breeders' Cup, who is the Chief Strategy Officer and Acting Executive Officer of California Racing Operations for the Stronic Group, is actually one of the ones who's reviewing and discussing this. I mean, because it even goes partners. into you know as a farrier turn downs and how big a toe grab is and, and e the whole exactly. Nine yards. And I was actually brought up to this um, a few days ago from somebody who was um, visiting the UK, and um, because of me, he thought about all the regulations and they were talking about the drug reform and they're talking about what they do in the UK and Europe. And he asked me personally, he's like, well how does that uh, reflect what's going on in these racetracks? And we had a small discussion about it, and I said, you know, watch the reform that's going on because they're uh, trying to make a bunch of changes in policies because we don't have as much regulation in the UK. And so 
I'm kind of interested to see how much we're actually going to take from Europe and what they've done over there. But unfortunately, some of the people up here say that they're a little yeah. too strict and they're a little too... Um, but I think they have good policy set over there. And a lot I of the too. horses, they live out long lives where um, a lot of horses that come off the tracks because of the medications and what they use on the tracks, it shortens their lives. It does indeed. Mm -hmm. We have got to go to break. Um, but good point. I love what they do in England, uh, actually, maybe because I'm Brit. Uh, but I grew up with an uncle who's a racing trainer, so I, I love what they do in England. I love to see some of that happen here. I know that we do need change. We definitely do need reform. I just hope the right hands and good hands are involved in those changes. Agreed. We're going to come back after the break with Dr. Adam Kayot. Quick mention, rumor has it that California Chrome is not very well in Japan. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I've heard. If that's the case, lots of prayers and thoughts out to a wonderful horse who mm. won so much and did so much um, for everybody, the, the America's horse, really. Um, so if that is true, uh, let's hope he gets well soon. We'll be back after this break. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxers USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxers USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton with the Horse Talk Show here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. I have Dr. Adam Kayot, been on the show with us before, uh, sitting with me. We're going to talk about um, something close to home for me. Uh, when you should retire your horse, I say never. Dr. Kayot probably doesn't agree with me. My horse is 34 and still going strong. Of course, he's in good hands. Uh, he is a patient of Peterson and Smith himself. Uh, I've had him with me for 26 years, and he still likes to go about five or six miles on the beach or the trail. Dr. Kayot, thoughts on when you should retire your horse? Well, it's a difficult situ you know, it's a difficult subject, and it can be a you know a touchy subject depending on the owner um, because some people you know have a hard time of letting go excuse me letting go of um you know their their buddy right then their friend and their companion and what they used to do and what they would do you know with the horse and that sort of thing it's very individualized per horse um you know, obviously you have a 34 year old that still goes five, six miles a day and, you know, and, and a lot of that has to do with, 
Number one, just genetic makeup of the horse. Number two, how a, a 34 year old a 34 year old horse is not the same across the board. Some 34 year olds don't have as much miles on the tires as you know others, and that plays a certain role. And um, so, so those are things that you should think of. Um, I tend to, when people ask me that question, is it time to retire my horse? I look at number one, what was the horse doing? You know, I had, I looked at a polo pony yesterday and polo pony was 18 and those guys have a tough life. That's a hard job. That's, that's a, that's a hard, stressful job on the, on the horse's legs. And, and there aren't many polo ponies that make it to 34 years old, you know, playing, not any probably. And, and this, this particular one was 18 years old and, you know, had a, had a, had a bad suspensory in the front leg and a, 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 a torn superficial flexor tendon in, in the, in the back leg. And, you know, at that point you kind of say, okay, is this worth going on with the horse? And, and these owners are very responsible owners and they want to do what's best for the, you know, um, the, re even though the, the, the pony was a, a good plain pony, um, you know, she decided that this is the time. And, and I agreed with her because when things start breaking, they just continue to break, that sort of thing. So that kind of comes into, into play, I think. I think if, if you're trying to perform with this animal and stuff continue, continues to go wrong, they're having injuries and, that are occurring more frequently, um, and doing what they have always done, then you need to, you need to seriously consider, am I being fair? You know, and, and, and that can be a very difficult, you know, a difficult question to ask yourself because, you know, everybody can be a little selfish at some points and they want to, you know, they want to continue the good times and, 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 and everything that they've had with their friends. So, um, it, it makes it hard, but when people, come to me and ask those questions, I try to um, take take as much as the whole picture into account as I can and say, well, let's see what's happening here. What problems are we having? Are these problems reoccurring? And are they reoccurring because this horse is not able to do his job anymore? Now, a question. For example, I have another older horse who's 27, and he hasn't been ridden very much in the last year. Actually, I texted you about him the other day. Um, and he's been getting down on the ground and having trouble getting back up. And I think some of that may be due to loss of muscle tone in his rear end because he seems weaker in the rear end from not being ridden very much. Is it really important with an older horse, especially if you're retiring it from sort of a major job where it's been ridden quite a lot, which is obviously keeping its, you know, keeping it strong and fit is it important then if you do retire a horse from a sport to not just let that horse be turned out and go and is it important to keep up some form of exercise in order to keep that horse fit and keep some muscle tone to help it age and retire at least and, and still be healthy absolutely you know it's just like it's just like people you know um the fitness is is great for people and it's great for your equine athletes and 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 if you can maintain some level of, of fitness um, the, the rest of their life, it does prolong their ability to um, live a full, 
healthy, happy life. If you can, if you can exercise, it's just like, it's just like a person or an old man. If that, if that older gentleman can go to the gym and still keep up some muscle tone, even though they might be in their sixties, seventies, eighties, um, that helps so much because then you don't have the problems of, of them getting up when they lay down or a person getting out of bed and trying to dress themselves or, you know, a horse trying to be with his buddies around. They're less likely to, to get injured. They're they're They maintain their muscle tone and that, and that's really difficult. That's what we see in old horses as they deteriorate or as they age, their body deteriorates, their, their, digestive system becomes less efficient in converting calories to body mass. They start losing muscle tone. And, and at some point it makes it very difficult to get that back or to reverse the course. And, and, um, you know, if, if you're continuing to lose muscle mass, then typically they, they become too heavy and they can't support their body. They can't support the skeleton. So depending on how much muscle mass you, you lose. But if you can keep them in some sort of activity, not just walking around the field, but some sort of activity, even light riding or that sort of thing, that helps. And that helps prolong, you know, the, the life of the animal and the useful life of the animal. Um, it's, uh, they don't necessarily have to be doing high goal polo their whole life, but if you just get out and, and, you know, and, um, you know, trot the horse around or get on and, and, and do, you know, light trail riding or something like that, all of that helps. I know, you know, I know there are some, some farms that, that, uh, thoroughbred farms that they have their stallions. And even though the stallion is retired from racing, they still take them out and they work them daily. And, you know, it keeps that, keeps that muscle tone. It keeps them in good shape and, and it would do the same, same to your horse. So absolutely. Um, they don't necessarily have to be doing big Grand Prix jumps or anything like that. Take it back a notch, take it down a notch, put it, put their exercise level into a box that they can do comfortably and if you have the ability and time to do that, that would certainly help them. So even if turned out in the field, just being able to jump on them a few times a week maybe and just keeping them going, keeping them moving just like an older person. The more you move, the less likely you're to get stiff. Um, and I find my older horses do better turned out than in the stall. They tend to get stocked up in the stall. So I think being turned out is is often much better for older horses if possible. If you can do that, absolutely, because um, it, it just keeps the elasticity in the muscle. It keeps them, you know, it keeps the 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 they aren't just standing in one place using the same muscles over and over again while the while the other ones the activity muscles are getting neglected that sort of thing so if you're able to do that and they can be outside horses are meant to be outside that's what they're meant to be i mean that's that's the typical that's the best spot for them if, if they can be and so yeah wonderful i'm here with dr adam chaot at peterson and smith equine hospital i'm louisa barton for the horse talk show are you ready for 10 weeks of excitement for the Hit Socala Winter Circuit? Whether you've made Hit Socala your home away from home for the season, or you're just joining us for a few weeks, we're excited to have you. Spectators can look forward to great season highlights, including bi-weekly Grand Prix and a season pass for only $20. Find your top game at Hit Socala this winter. For more information, hitshows.com. 
This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. When you bring your taxes to Liberty Tax, we'll handle it. No matter what you throw at us, no matter what you need, no matter what. And we're so confident we'll do a great job. You'll want to bring us your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your co-workers. You may even want to bring us everyone in the world. But please don't. We're not staffed for that. Liberty Tax. Bring it. We'll handle it. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with me, co-host and top equestrian, Paulette Stout. And also joining us, a guest we've had in before. I love having David Helmuth here with us from the historic Stagecoach. David, it's lovely to have you back. You know what? It's been a while, but wow, what a beautiful setting and what you do for the horse capital of the world thank you i really do appreciate that i mean you know, you know I, so. I a lot of people we don't have time to to come in here and and to appreciate what louisa puts into this thank you don't and, make me cry david <laughs> and it's just one of them things that i i admire people from all over they they you know, they admire it. We have it on our side of our semi. I know you do. I love it. And that. <laughs> people say, oh, wow, we, we listen to that show. And I said, you know, horse capital of the world. Why would I pick Ocala, Florida? Because it is the horse I'm capital. <laughs> because it's the horse capital of the world. Yeah. But in 1992, I mean, you know, I, I won the world out here at Live Oak. And I always... It, it, it had something. It's kind of like winning the Super Bowl. You, you know, it's, it's, it's something that you don't forget. You might move on, but you don't forget. It's true. And when this came on, and we, I bought a place out here about a year ago, and, and it, it's an honor. So anyway, go ahead. I'm, <laughs> I'm here, and I'm, I got all kinds of stuff to say. You know, you have some great stories. Um, tell us about growing up, you, you, your background growing up, your family. Like, were, were you into horses very young? I, basically, I was born on a horse, and my mom and dad did give this little tidbit out. They had their honeymoon in Florida. <laughs> Really? Mm. Whereabouts? And then I became. Down at the beach. <laughs> so I must have a little bit of Florida and sand in me. You were so, conceived in Florida. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and I was born and raised a little Amish boy. 
Really? Mm-hmm. You don't act like a little Amish boy now. <laughs> well, um, a lot of the traits are real because Amish it was... Amish boy from where? I was born and raised in Iowa. After they went back to Flo from Florida to Iowa, they had me. And that's where I was born. At 10 years old, I was out plowing fields, doing everything that normal people do. Normal. But normal, normal farm It's not normal anymore. <laughs> as far as the Amish culture, working horses. Yes, of course. Yes. And I was only, you know, I was 10 years old. I was extremely almost scared of horses because my dad was the kind of person that he would, people would bring him wild horses and we would, he would train them by plowing them in the field, you know, yeah. making, <laughs> so making them work. A big enough plow they could get And <laughs> at a very young age, I caught on. A horse has a spirit and it's that I. Don't ever lose that spirit of that horse's eye. You know, you're so right. And you know what? Can I interrupt you? I'm going to tell you yes, something. Yes, absolutely. Forget. You know, it, when I fell in love with my horse that I've had for 26 years, I actually didn't know when I went to look at the horses in the barn which one he was because it was before you. Yeah. It was 26 years ago. It was before you sent photos and you knew, you know. Their eyes will tell. I saw his eyes over that stall door and I went, I don't care which one it is. That's the one I want. And no. it was him. And the same with the Mustang that I've just adopted. My $25 Mustang, I fell in love with his eyes too. There's yeah. something about a, a kind, good eye on a horse that yeah. just draws you in, like, just yeah. like that. It's, you know, all of us and horses, animals, I mean, we have a spirit. Mm -hmm. Don't break the spirit. Mm -hmm. And when you take a horse and you work him so hard. Yeah, to break them. Just block. Buy a tractor. Exactly. You do the hard work, okay? The Leave the amazing. spirit in the horse. Yeah. And that's exactly why I left the Amish. Mm -hmm. Really? It's not because of a car. It's not because the city is brighter. It's not because the grass is greener. It's exactly. I do not want to take the spirit out of that horse. Well, I don't care if it's, it's a race horse or a pony, yeah. anything. Don't break the spirit. Yeah. It's true. And that is why these show horses, they come in pumped. I don't care what a horse, you know, any breed. And that's what it's so awesome about what I do now. I have a stagecoach and I don't compete <laughs> with anybody, yeah, but I, I am for everybody. You are for because everybody. Because Everybody's horse, the best race horse, even the one that lasted 10th, he still has a spirit right. because he's trying everything he mm -hmm. has. And when you work a horse that hard, including myself, as a 10-year-old child, I work harder than I do now because it's all you knew is work. Right. Don't worry about educate, just work. Well, it's a, it's a way to make a living. It's a, a way of life. It, it's it a is. Different, it's a way it's of life. It's their way of life. Survival. Yeah, it's survival. Yeah. I lived in I lived in Lancaster County. That was 
But don't yeah. you think kids and they're great people? You oh, know, yeah. don't I get mean, me wrong. You see an I'm not, a, you know, with a hitch I just trust. please, you know, I'm not downing anybody. I'm trying to be like a lift up to the horse world. Please keep the spirit of that beautiful animal and the gleaming of that eye he has, mm -hmm. and he's happy. Yeah. And if he's if he's not happy doing what he's doing. Put him in a different situation. Give him a different job, yeah. Absolutely. Not every horse is brought out to be, oh, I want to be in the public. Because they're not. No. And if they're not, put him in the back. It's like, you know, we have leaders, we have swing, we have in the wheel. The wheel horses are followers. It's like a bank teller. <laughs> the bank teller, hello, how may I help you? The president of the bank, he's the one that's going to really make the decision. But still, in other words, you want to be a leader or you want to be a president or you. And that is the same thing as an animal. Mm -hmm. But don't break that spirit of any animal you have, including humans. Don't break our spirit. It's true. And don't break the connection between a human and a horse. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I'm experiencing now. That on that sad note, we have to go to our break because Tom Schmidt. Because uh, I talked just, too much. No, no, because that was a really interesting segment. It was fantastic. Uh, he always gives me the finger, which means hurry up. So uh, we got to go to break, but we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We're going to have David back with us, and we're going to hear some tales from the stagecoach. Fun stuff. Stay with us on the horse talk show.
When you bring your taxes to Liberty Tax, we'll handle it. No matter what you throw at us, no matter what you need, no matter what. And we're so confident we'll do a great job. You'll want to bring us your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your co-workers. You may even want to bring us everyone in the world. But please don't. We're not staffed for that. Liberty Tax. Bring it. We'll handle it. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, in the studio with Paulette Stout, my co-host, and we have been chatting to David Helmuth from the Historic Stagecoach. It's a heck of a ride, by the way. I've, um, I've been in it, and, and actually, I've driven it. You have. <laughs> and there were innocent lives on board, by the way, who had no idea that I had never driven a stagecoach, or in fact, at that time, ever driven even a carriage or a cart, although now I have had a couple of lessons with my um, expert friends, Mary Phelps and um, Wayne Humphreys. By the way... And um, congratulations to them. Thank you. That yes. is awesome. Well, you know, Wayne had a heart attack um, about a week and a half ago, oh. and um, God bless him, he was in the hospital, and... Uh, and he's home because they're miracle workers at Shands and because God is good. Um, but uh, he is back home and he's healing up. But Wayne, shout out to you. We love you. And Mary, prayers for you. What a wonderful woman you are right by his side through the whole thing. And um, you guys are going to be back at it in no time. I think you already are. No surgery or anything? Yeah, they, they, he was blocked and, and they've, oh. they've taken good care of him. And he's, he's, he told me to hurry up and come back for some more driving lessons. So love you, Wayne. Love you, Mary. And um, let's go back to the historic stagecoach. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about and only a couple more segments to go, so we better cut to the chase. Um, the historic stagecoach, you, you've been, how long have you been driving the stagecoach for you? You know, it all started with the draft horses. And Ten years old, you know, and you go out in the fields, and like I said, you know, I, I don't want to iterate on, you know, everybody, this is how I look at it enjoy your horse but make the horse also enjoy what he's doing and why ocala florida is the horse capital of the world why would i live here makes sense <laughs> well as as the story goes on there was a huge draft horse show here called the live oak Im imitational chester weber obviously he's Ocala, Florida, USA, and his dad and his mother put this huge show together, and I was living in California. The first time I came out here, and I said this tonight as I'm driving out here, Castor Farms was Farms, so yeah. well known. Mm -hmm. And I drove from California all the way to Ocala, Florida. Never been here before in my life. And that old man, Castor, took me up in his brick house. And he said, this is the best Argentine water <laughs> that any colt will ever have. And this is the best place to raise horses. Mm -hmm, it's true. I never heard of him. Mm -hmm. Castro Farms, is, I mean, he was a legend. He was a legacy that is still out there. Obviously, and you know what? It's all gone now, but I got my ass kicked <laughs> from every 
everybody. They were all here. We went home. I said, I will be back. And when I come back, you will know it. And we came back. So you did some practicing? We did practice. <laughs> and we kicked ass. We won the world six horse hitch and eight horse hitch under a three panel judge right out here in Ocala. And the live oak people just, you know, I mean, they took all these horse people and took them on tours and showed them things that, you know, it was, it was extremely inspiring. And so is that what inspired you to drive the stagecoach? Nope. No. That's when I won the world. And then we go to the main event book. A little company that I thought was little out of Greendale, Wisconsin said, wow, you won the world. I think we should take them champions across America. And I said, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. And this is the other one. And I mean, this is actually a video done by Willard Scott, NBC Studios. And, but when he asked me this, I thought we we're gonna like trailer them, you know, from coast to coast. Mm -hmm. He said, David Helmuth, my name is Roy Ryman. I own the Country Reminisce magazine. I want you to drive them horses from Maine to California. You even got married on this. <laughs> It says. Well, not all the there is driver and his beautiful bride. <laughs> I did. So, so wow, parts of the show. And, and, and this is where this comes in. Breaking the Iron Chains. This is the late. See, see, this is a real book, a real book, and a real video. This is just the paper, but this is being made. <laughs> That's the next adventure. That's the real So you one. drove across the entire country. We went from Kennebunkport, Maine. To San Diego, California. 16 how many days? months. 16, 16 months. months. How many miles a day? 10. 10 miles a day? Yes, why? Why? Little child, seven years old. My grandpa. I sat on his lap. And he said, No horse should work more than 10 miles a day. So that's what you did? So you did 10 miles a day? 10 miles a day, Grandpa. Gosh, what a way to see the country. What an And you know what? It was amazing. I mean, it, you know, I don't you, want to promote anything. Your, I'm just telling the story. How did you get but your feed? I was worried we about had, No, we had the greatest support in the world. Roy Ryman, you are in your, I mean, I'm getting old and you're getting older, but <laughs> wow, we had a great trip. And he will be in this, a lot of his people will be in the parade that we're talking about what's coming here in Ocala. I mean, it's just such a big, you know, this would take hours to tell what we're even trying to do, but we're just, I, you know what, I drove as fast as I could to get here and just, I want the world to know, we are in a great place, the absolute capital of horse country, Ocala, Florida. Nobody can outdo it. And, and people ask me, so why Ocala? And I said, because I'm for everybody. You know, if you, it don't matter if you're ponies, racing. I mean, everybody wants to win, 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 win. That's <laughs> what it's all about. Mm -hmm. But, and that's what I did. I'm already there, been there, done that. I, I got my Super Bowl rings. <laughs> I don't want to do that. 
I want to take the spirit of that horse and share it to the people that cannot have horses. There you go. Or promote the breed that is... Okay, so now how did you get the stagecoach? All you got to do is call that 801-725-7640 or look him up on Historic Stagecoach Team. I mean, we're not that hard to find. Yeah, but how did but you how find did you the stagecoach? But how did you start it? Okay. Um, after I won the world, you know, it, it was, it was, you know, what do I do now? A big corporation came along and I, I'll say their name. I mean, I worked for them for 18 years, Wells Fargo. Mm -hmm. And I've been in the Rose Bowl parade nine times. And I, I mean, my God, I, I did everything all over the world. Hold that thought. Rose Bowl parade. Hold, Wells Fargo, hold that thought. We're coming right back after this break. Tom Schmitz just gave me the finger. We gotta go. Um, but <laughs> I love you. When we come in, all the fans and we're going throughout to come, America. We're going to come I right back lots. with Rose Bowl Parade and Wells Fargo. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smithy. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1khelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This live stream is sponsored by Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. For the best hay, all year long, get Larson Farms. From a single bale to a train load, Larson Farms has all the hay you need. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton! You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right, yes! <laughs> Back on the Horse Talk Show for the second half, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, co-host Paulette Stout and special guest David Helmuth from the Historic Stagecoach is with us. And we're going right back to... How did you get the stagecoach? Yes. And where were we? We were Rose Bowl Parade, right? We were Rose Bowl and Wells Fargo. Okay. Take it yeah. away. Stagecoach first. <laughs> well, first off, you know, Wells Fargo has been great to me and it's we've gone all over the world. I mean, my God, I did... 
the 150th anniversary in New York City, and I, whenever think, you know, I like positive, I don't like negative, but in the real world, it only lasts so long. And 18 years of running with all of that, I said, you know what? I'm 60 years old. Am I really going to just do the corporations all my life? Or why don't I just buy a real historic Overland stagecoach? That's even more aggressive and older than Wells Fargo. What is it? What's and a the historic. What's the difference? Well, the Overland them? stagecoach was the first stagecoach that ever went from a government funded from Kansas City all the way to San Diego. And they went broke. And guess what? American Express was owned by Wells Fargo. So they funded them. <laughs> and then they repoed them. <laughs> but I have the Overland stagecoach. That was it's gorgeous. number 599. And it was born and raised in Concord, New Hampshire. And thank you, Doug Hansen, for giving your heart and saying, it's not for sale. And I said, it is for sale. I would, <laughs> I'm going to buy it. Everything so how much does a, a stagecoach like that cost? I found that well, out. Well, you know, uh, it, it's kind of blunt like this. A stagecoach in that caliber is worth between 150000 to a million dollars. Yep. Some people buy them. They just put them in their house and look at them for the rest of their life. Or I know one man that done that in Colorado. They lifted up with a, a forklift. Took, oh, yeah. It was a million. And this stagecoach is the one that went literally on the Deadwood Trails. We have pictures. We have, I mean, it's the real deal. But we redid it by Doug Hansen. How old? And 1850? It's, you know, we have paperwork. 1850? But the thing is, the hours and the time, 10 years ago, of what they put in it, and then in 2018, what they put in it, until I got it, it was like, I mean, it, but you can, it's you a can, one of a kind. That's you, all I want to, and that's what's so awesome about it. Know. But you know, how much did you do in the restoring of it? They had it for nine months. Yeah, but ten years ago, it took even longer than that. But that's not. Built. But that's not the one you used for Wells Fargo. No, it was a different one. No, he bought his 100%. own. One hundred percent. This is the one David E. Helmuth owns. Uh -huh. The Wells Fargo mm -hmm. ones were all owned by them. They're a replica. They're a duplicate. <laughs> you want another one? You want another one? How many? We you got want? pictures up here on the this screen. This is Look the real deal. This is the Overland stagecoach. <laughs> it's the real thing. Sorry, but right there it is. <laughs> Made a beauty. And, and you know, when you talk about historic, that's historic. You don't see that anymore. Yeah. That's what you see on Bonanza back <laughs> in the day. Yeah. But now we come out, you know, we wash our horses. We're very proud of their white legs. <laughs> look at that. Like, look how white that we, we can imagine. We're proud of what we do. And we want to share it with the world. Him and his daughter and his grandkids look like something out of like 150 plus years ago. Mm. When you see them up there, so they're using you... the 1800 outfits. Absolutely. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I love but, them. But but also, you know, the newest. I mean, that's something that we did for the Marion, Marion County Sheriff Department. Uh -huh. And it's just, Is that it's just so many it? things that, 
And guess what? World, I am now looking for a major sponsor. Yeah. And at first I wasn't. I was just going to... But what would the sponsor do to just to get you places? Yeah, and take we any, do all the events for that sponsor. What, just like this magazine did, the Country MS magazine. They took my champion horses mm -hmm. and they sold the Reader's Digest for $26 million. Mm. We will bring this front and center. And, and we have something nobody has. You will not find this stagecoach anywhere in the world. Done. that we have. It's one of a kind. It's a one of a kind. And that's what's unique. And I've never, you know, a child that's two years old to a man that's 107. Mm -hmm. We all love history. Oh, of course. And we came from this. Mm -hmm. We can go to Mar. I mean, they're talking David, about David, I think we ought to, to get a big sponsor load me up and my horses and dog and let's just go across the country and let's just <laughs> or let's just know, go i'm more I like mean, let's go yeah, yeah i mean it's <laughs> but you know what, what's the difference like i know that each even in traditional carriages and stuff that are that old mm -hmm. there's differences between them what is the, what is the, the only difference is i know they carried the gold stage, i know they carried people the stage well, I, 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 was like gold. a male i mean that's mail. how you yeah. got your mail yeah and that's how you Transport. I mean, if you got a ride from Kansas City to San Francisco on a stagecoach, it, it it probably took everything you ever owned just to get there, <laughs> because it was that big a thing. Because you know, it's easy just to live in your block and don't move. Mm -hmm. The stagecoach is really the only way of transportation. So UPS, FedEx, and all that—that's what we are now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what they are today. Right. Right. And that was. The stagecoach was the only thing that really traveled. And I know in two, in two minutes, we're, Tom's going to be in here going, it's time to go. So gonna I'm going to really quickly for... tell you before we do, because this is our last segment with David. We need 10 more segments with him. Mm. March the 7th at 4.30 p.m., downtown Ocala, he is going to be in the Horse Capital Parade. He is actually going to tr carry Chester Weber, who is likely going to want to drive the um stagecoach i'll let him drive yeah see that you heard that chester if you're listening um he's going to be in the parade downtown which is going to be amazing he's also going to be in the saint patrick's day parade in hilton head south carolina march 15th uh, also march 17th in savannah georgia uh the stagecoach will be on display along with items to be sold but it's not for sale at Tax Shack of Ocala's famous horsey yard sale, March 21st. You're being there? Yeah. He's going to be at the Southeastern Pro Rodeo at the Southeastern Pavilion, Friday and Saturday, Great March 27th and 28th. Awesome He'll be giving rides with the stagecoach on Marion County Days, March 28th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I'll probably be riding with him in the Pegasus Parade at the Kentucky Derby, Thursday, April 30th. If he'll get and we'll be in Savannah and the Hilton Head. I don't know if it's. Oh yeah, I did. I read this. Yeah. That. That's awesome. And really quick, before we get done, because um, I got the one minute sign. Living through um, Angel's Eyes, a lovely book um, by Sue. That Lemon, my daughter, daughter did. Yeah, a beautiful awesome. book about his dog that actually passed away just about a year ago. It was his precious baby, and um, this is living life through Angel's Eyes. Angel was an amazing dog who did a lot of stagecoach traveling and. Uh, and this is a beautiful book, so everybody needs one of these. And, it'll um, be at the Tack Shack. That's right, it'll be at the Tack Shack. And, um, and this Breaking Iron Chains coming soon uh, is going to be another incredible book 
with all of his stories. And I'm going to see if we can talk him into coming out to the farm and sitting him down with the horses <laughs> and getting some of his secrets, because I'm sure he has quite a lot of secrets. But we might have to get a few drinks in him for that. <laughs> so um, he is uh, he is actually uh, going to stay with us, I think, here for one more segment. We're going to actually have our closeout show segment. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Rocky Mountain Gated Charity um, uh, show and with Melissa Grimes. And next week, we're going to have our first segment with our new farrier. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hits returns to Post Time Farm for the 39th annual Hits Ocala Winter Circuit, featuring even more hunter and jumper competition in the horse capital of the world. Spectators can look forward to even bigger Grand Prix taking place every Sunday. Tickets are available for only $10 or purchase a season pass for just $20. The season pass grants admission for one adult to all 10 Sunday Grand Prix at HITS Post Time Farm. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second to none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic based supplements, herbal dewormers, all natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. I'm Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, we've been chatting to David Helmuth from the Historic Stagecoach, and I have my co-host, Paulette Stout, with us. And joining us by phone, I have Melissa Grimes from the Southern Stakes Rocky Mountain Horse, that's a mouthful, gated charity event. <laughs> Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you. Lovely to have you with us. Tell us a little bit about uh, about this gated charity event. Um, what is the cause, and um, and what makes this show special? I see there's a great lineup. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the cause for last year and again this year is Operation 300, which is a really unique and special charity based out of here in Florida. Um, Basically, you know, it's about it's about our warriors. It's about the people that um, you know lose their lives and leave behind families and children. And his sister, um, Aaron Vaughn's sister Tara, started this organization, Operation 300, um, basically for those kids that don't have dads anymore. She woke up one day to a to a brother uh, gone uh, with two nieces and nephews, and she thought, who's going to do those things with them? Fish and hunt and things that they would have done with their dad. And so that's how Operation began. It's obviously gone way beyond that at this point but they have uh adventure camps Very every cool. year here mm -hmm. in florida in stewart area 
um, where they horseback ride and they go fishing and sailing and things of that sort. And they have mentors that come and act as dads, basically men that are around the age that their dad would be to come and, and participate. So they can come every year. So the, the charity and all of the money that we raise in this horse show goes towards those adventure camps and towards Operation 300. It's incredible, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It really is. It's a neat. We were able to go last year and present and see one of the camps, which was just so touching. And, um, you know, the show, um, basically, we were, uh, the Rocky Mountain Horse Association had had a sanctioned show in the state of Florida for over 10 years. Wow. So we were brainstorming. How do we bring uh, a sanctioned show back to the state? But also, we really wanted to include more than just ourselves. We wanted to have all of the unique uh, different gated breeds and so we didn't know anybody we kind of just started out on our own we we, we networked through facebook and just started to find people paso people and you know spotted saddle horse people and we said what what classes do you think you'd want to have and and so we just kind of didn't even know who would show up we we had the mentality almost like noah building the ark it was like build it and see who comes and um, and so that's what we did we really just had so much fun last year it was to see the different breeds kind of mixing with each other people were trying out different horses and um, you know and and really it was about also about educating the public about the different um, gated breeds that we have um, so that's last year's focus again this year um, and this year we're trying to bring in more of the youth element so I think we all realize that doesn't matter what breed or association that we're involved with we've lost so many of our youth and so we don't know how to bring them back, but we're going to try. And so we, we focus Saturday morning to all of our youth, all youth classes. It's only 10 bucks. It's all breed, you know, not even just gated. Any breed can come. Um, but it's a great chance for the kids to come. Very novice-focused show for that aspect. There's plenty for the point chasers. There's plenty for the people that, the pros and the, you know, people out there that, you know, really know what they're doing. And then there's plenty for many of us who really just want a place to get our toe wet or maybe take a young horse and be able to get them some show experience in a real um, nice venue. So that's kind of what we're looking at this year so once again we have no idea who will show up but it, again we're at that same mentality of of build it and see who comes so this is at the florida horse park and this is at the end of february yes ma'am um, this is the 27th and 28th correct it's actually the show part of it is the 28th and the 29th and the 27th we try to make it an event so for we want something for everybody so we have a a clinic that's going to go on um basically an introduction to gated dressage mm -hmm. and work in equitation that's going to be on thursday mm -hmm. and then there's so many people who say i don't show i don't show i don't show so we host a trail ride for the people that want to just come out nice. and trail ride that's what's so nice about being at the horse park is we have access to those trails there right. so even throughout the event throughout the different show days people that want to just take off and trail ride for a little bit we have that for them but the show days are going to be the 28th the friday and the saturday which is the 28th and the 29th how amazingly fun is that? Yeah. So to be at it the Florida Horse Park, be a fundraiser, have a trail ride, get the kids there for 10 bucks, get them excited, <laughs> and get them showing and competing and, 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 and trying. And, and how many different gated breeds do you usually see at a show like this? Probably Pasifinos, Tennessee Walkers, Missouri Fox Trotters, Proven Passos. 
Spotted yep, mountain we have horses. all of the above, all of the above. We have sanctioned mm -hmm. classes for the Rocky Mountain horses. We do have individual classes for Pasos, uh, the Trocha de Galapes, which I will probably butcher the pronunciation of that, but um, of course, Missouri Foxtrotters, Spotted Saddle, uh, Tennessee Walkers, as well as Rackin' Horses, and then tons of open gated, tons of just where we, where we can all mesh together and just have a good time showing together. Tons of open gated, just fun classes. Um, and really great judges. We actually have shipped, uh, we have uh, the International Judging Association is hosting their um, certification clinic at our show. So we're going to have about 12 judges who are all educators um, there at our hands. We have two brand new judges, different, uh, a different judge every day. So we're, it's really going to be a nice situation uh, for all. How fantastic is that? What an awesome... And more information, is it best to go to Facebook or website or... Sure, absolutely. Facebook, we're Southern States Rocky Mountain Horse Club. We have an event uh, page as well as the just the regular page. I'll be hosting that kind of stuff. There's a Southern States, it would be SSRMHclub.com. Um, and then click on three-day event. And the show bill, the class list, uh, entry forms, all of that is there at the website. Wonderful. Well, I shall be coming down to watch. And I'll Wonderful. probably be wishing that I was participating, but my Tennessee Walker's 35 and been with me for 26 years. So he's probably not up for any showing, but, uh, but I'll definitely come and watch. And I, uh, I think it's wonderful that we love the Florida Horse Park, love supporting yes, everything I that really they like do. The it's such a fantastic park. facility. So we wish you all the best and Thank we'll, you so we'll much. come and see you. Look forward to it. Is Thank there, you so much. Is there a phone number or anything? Uh, phone number, Melissa, yeah. is, and what phone number yeah, should... Yeah, you can mm -hmm. take, you can absolutely take my phone number. You can broadcast it if you want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's uh, area code 520. 520. 873. 873. 7749. 7749. Perfect. Yeah. Paul, let's got that much. written down. And Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Appreciate you. we'll see you at the Florida Horse Park. Yes, you will. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. All righty. Bye-bye. Uh, we have got one minute left. Have we got time to throw up some photos here of the, at least of the parade? Uh, well, the biggest the thing is that I, I mean, just like that phone call and all the stories. They're great. Horse capital of the world, Ocala, Florida. I know. Pop no, those pictures I mean, out, Captain All Jack. of you people that have horses, you should be, here. be so proud and know, bring right? the spirit. And not only the people that have horses, guess what? A lot of folks don't have horses, I know. Mm -hmm. but they can come to Ocala and see plenty. And if they want to buy a farm, I just happen to be a farm realtor. <laughs> there you in my go. Spare time, so. But you know, it's it's, and I it's all about. And I can teach and I can train. So there and you go. Enjoy we gotta, that horse. We got to wrap this up, um, David. Thank you so much for coming in. And um, thank you. March the seventh for everything you do downtown. Absolutely. Ocala, horse capital of the world. Got to come and see uh, 50 or 60 horse breeds, the stagecoach, the Budweiser, Clydesdales, uh, all the riders and drivers from Live Oak International. You can't beat it. A vendor village, a beer garden. We're going to have live horses on the square that you can come and meet a horse, make a friend. Uh, absolutely brilliant. So whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. Ocala, Florida is right here.